Big Bounce. And the winner's hoes, my man. Speech. First of all, I want to thank my connect. The most important person with all due respect. Wanjira Langauer on the Big Bounce. Yeah, you know it. Of Warner Music Group. Beautiful. Which opens up opportunities for the artists signed under us mm-hmm. to also have opportunities within the Warner Music catalog globally. Yeah. Yeah, not just in the emerging markets, but globally. I love this so much. So, Camilla, as... Um, as Ziki as a kind of leg, if you will, of Warner, mm-hmm. and then as a distributor. What does that mean? Because I think a lot of young folk who are listening and just people in general who are listening and maybe like intrigued by the arts or the music industry, either because they want to get into it or they just find it cool, yeah. are wondering what's the difference between a distributor, a, dis- a producer, um, being the actual talent and so on and so forth. And while you and I may have that answer, you be included, mm-hmm. break it down for us like we're aliens. <laughs> okay, so music di- distribution works this way. Um let me take it way back. Mm-hmm. Um, before Please do. When we wanted to listen to new music, we would listen on radio. So we'd wait for a show like this. Right. And, you know, um, wait for the latest hits to come out and jump to that. Or we'd buy it on CDs or tapes. But that has changed into music streaming. So for you to be able to access your music on music streaming, then distribution has to take place. So... Us as Ziki Media, we get into contracts with different artists Mm -hmm. and these contracts give us the rights to distribute their content for them on legal platforms. So those are digital streaming platforms. Um, For example, your Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Boomplay. Title. These are there's over 200 platforms globally. Ooh. So we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not like you. said I'm missing <laughs> some in my <laughs> in where I can figure it out. No, but it's true. It's actually incredible. So yeah, because it was a Kenyan who was, for example, just as a by the way, was telling me mm-hmm. about a streaming platform I had never heard before that is available here. I forgot exactly which country it originates from. But he preferred it over Spotify and Apple. Yeah. And I just found it absolutely entrancing. Because yes. it was like, why? But there are so many places and he had his own reasons. Yes, definitely there are many places. So what you'll find is there are some countries where some platforms are more prominent. Um, so you'll find the likes of Spotify, Apple Music are more prominent in the more established markets and then you'd find um, platforms such as Boomplay and YouTube are being used the most in emerging markets such as um, Africa but now because we have seen a transition and a lot of these companies are now coming to invest in Africa so we are having a larger base of music lovers um, picking the platforms that they like um, to stream the music for the artists that they prefer so fabulous so i have to obviously ask you as a follow-up question to all this mm-hmm. what do you prefer which platform uh, not necessarily okay it could be as camilla yeah but also for for who you represent is there anything like so for example does it work better if spotify mm-hmm. is popular in kenya versus apple versus youtube versus etc etc like it, uh, yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah like boom it, play. Is, there, is there one that pays more money than <laughs> right i mean that, i think that's what i'm trying to say subtly but my boy just blew up my spot but frankly i'm quite curious yes like break down the industry to us from 
mm-hmm. y'all's point of view. Okay, so um, I'd say a platform like Spotify, we all know, is the biggest um, music streaming platform globally. Mm. Um, so I think that may answer your question directly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes, uh-huh. and then we have uh, platforms which have been targeting the local audience. So like Boomplay was built and created yes. for um, by Kenyans market. for Kenyans. Yes, it's yes. created um, for Kenyans, and actually that used to be my base my home yeah. base wow um, i love that I okay it. <laughs> there's a group here and i see you there oh, yes. oh <laughs> he said i'm stalking you boo uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so um boomplay has quite a large presence in africa so they have been able to support a lot of artists in africa be nice. able to penetrate different markets so that's why you find a lot of our kenyan artists are being played in nigeria in um, in That's Tanzania, amazing. in Ghana, I love that, and also vice versa. So I wouldn't say I have a favorite platform mm. because all of them work um, in different ways, uniquely. Yeah, uniquely, and we're able to maximize on all, all the opportunities that uh, the different artists have. Yeah, so if I want to promote content, for example, in India, I will speak to Spotify. That is sick. <laughs> yeah. It's a plug of. Plug. It's so interesting <laughs> because it goes to show, Camilla, if yeah. I may. And UV, I mean, you must. It, the The world is really a global community. Village, yeah. it, is. it is a village now. Definitely, we're just a, a massive village. So everything is interconnected. This is terribly exciting. Stay yeah. tuned. I've got more questions with the boss lady. That is the one, the only Camilla Awara. She's the regional manager of Ziki Media. And as you heard, UV was like, "No, I done seen her in the groups, and she's moving mad. She's moving mad." <laughs> Period. Pooh, how you doing, Kevin? Keep saying, I see you saying music 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 industry hi camilla she's the queen good job asking why is kenya's biggest consumer of foreign music uh, oh is foreign music over local like uh we have bongo and afro that can sell here so much wondering why um (laughs) so maybe maybe you can give us some insight into that as soon as we come back all right how my boy my boy Yuvi over here is like diamonds like I know what's going on how you doing and uh, where are you getting Big Bounce from go ahead and talk to us at Big Bounce 984 hashtag Big Bounce 984 I'm with um not just the bossy lady but the boss lady that is Camilla oh Wora herself hi darling hello (laughs) it's hello Hello. for me uh, she's representing Ziki Media uh, as the regional manager, and we're having a grand old time learning, uh, UV and myself, how things really work around here. Especially as a distribution company, she's um, gone ahead and let us know that they are a leg of Warner Distribution, which is absolutely massive when you think of the type of people that Warner Music has gone ahead to, I don't want to say create, but distribute. Let's use the word distribute because I think artists create themselves, mm-hmm. but artists would never be able to let their art be known without distributors, right? And that's really what we're talking about, the art of distribution. That sounded really nice. Damn, I'm good. Damn, I'm good. Once in a while, one love, once in a while. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about, um, we've talked about the current process of distribution. I think what I want to know is um, how Ziki came to be with Warner Music. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that because when we, Camilla, think of Warner, uh, and by we I mean the entire world, anyone listening, 
Warner Music is a major international and particularly Western distribution company, right? Or yeah. company in general that has to do with either music or film or anything. It's it's Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us how Zeke and Warner have come together because I think we're feeling really blessed as East Africans. Like, can our music really get to all parts of the world? Um, the answer is yes. Um, so how we've been able, or let me say fortunate enough to work with Warner Music is one of our biggest artists um, who is Diamond Platinums. So shout out to <laughs> Diamond and the entire Wasafi team. Mm-hmm. Um, so Diamond, as you know, is signed to Warner Music South Africa. Right. Um, but Diamond, when he started his career almost over 13 years ago, we were his first distributors. So okay. we've worked with him throughout and we have seen um, the journey. Uh, with Warner, the partnership has come about because of the opening up of the African music ecosystem. Right. So you find a lot of our And that's music. not just the African music ecosystem, if I may interrupt you. That's actually yeah. just the African ecosystem. People yeah. are finally paying attention to the quote-unquote dark continent outside of Africa. We have always known that we are the ish. Yep. But other people are discovering that and that also comes with our talents a- in artistry. Yeah. As you were. Yeah, exactly. So I totally agree with you. Um, so this partnership, of course, has come about in terms of how can they work with us as Ziki because we already have this large catalog of African musicians mm-hmm. um, and Ziki is only not operational in East Africa. Right. Um, we work also in South Africa. South Africa, in West Africa. We have operations in India, which is a large market. You made mention of that. <laughs> yeah, there apparently it's the largest. You know, a lot of people are saying it was China that had the biggest population. It was actually someone who told me the other day it's India, India. Yeah. that ha- now has the largest population in the entire world. Yes, and the entertainment industry is massive. Yeah, um, completely massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, what is it? It's not Nollywood. It's Bollywood, uh, Bollywood and yeah. then Nollywood and then Hollywood, guys. Yes. Just to give you some perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with that, um, Warner has been very keen on how they can penetrate into Africa mm. and particularly also in East Africa mm-hmm. because definitely we've seen the rise of Afrobeats. We're now seeing right. the rise of Amapiano. Onto the global Gangetone. Gangetone has been accepted in the Grammys. Grammys. Exactly. Yes, Camilla knows, period. Uh So we're having um, a lot of investment or interest from a lot of the global companies Mm. to come and support some of the artists who can now access the global stage. Right. Um, So mainly that is what a lot of our partnership with Warner Music um, entails. Um, on the side of investment, on the side of helping our artists get collaborations, yes. opportunities globally, and just being able to penetrate outside of their borders. So I'm going to go ahead, Camilla, and ask you a question that I think a lot of artists would be curious about. When it comes to distribution labels yeah. and companies, mm-hmm. sometimes you guys can have a really dirty name. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's the giggle for me. But you know what I mean. You know, it can be a place where a lot of people are scared. Yeah. T-Pain, I, I believe it was T-Pain himself who said, I can't believe that people are still vying to be signed. Yeah. To be distributed. I mean, you'd rather be an independent artist mm-hmm. given what I've been through or so-and-so's been through and and so on and so forth. 
How do you combat that image as not only Ziki, but also like a leg of Warner and so on and so forth? Yeah. Um, will I, as if I'm an artist, mm-hmm. should I vie to get on board with you? Are you going to protect me and make sure that I'm able to actually be heard? Mm-hmm. Um, so first, I want to demystify mm. um, the difference between music distribution and a music label. Okay. Yes. So a music label is where you have an artist who signs a contract, of course, with a label. Right. And they will be responsible for ensuring the artist's success from start to finish. Mm-hmm. When I talk about success, I mean the investment that they will be putting into the artist. Right. Um, everything from their production um, to their content. Right. Everything right. pertaining to the artist falls under the label. Yes, that's true. Yes, yeah. yes. On music distribution, we don't sign artist as a label that's also true yeah we sign artists in terms of you give us your content and then we will distribute your content for you okay so the benefit is that as ziki we work with labels we work with aggregators we work with independent artists so it's entirely up to the artist to decide whether they're part of a label or they would like to be an independent but for us we are not restricted to whoever we work with so that means that i can be an independent artist that gets to work with you i don't have to be under a label yes you can so look at that guys either way you win with ziki continue with camilla i shall i know that for a fact i have just a few more questions before she goes ahead and leaves me i don't want you to leave me either but you know you can always talk to us on at big bounce 984 hashtag big bounce 984 x marks the spot with me at one jira l and of course you can talk to at dj uv live 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 well, I'm having the most fabulous time, and I know you most certainly are too. Go ahead and continue talking to us. You know, in exactly a week, we do at the same time, same place, getting big balance like we always do, period. I know there was a big old question from my boy, Kevin. He asked, um, when it comes to Kenya's biggest consumer of foreign music, that's us versus local. So we have bongo, we have afro, and that sells so much, but we still tend to do a foreign thing. And I'm wondering why. So, Camilla, can you give us some insight so we can explain to anyone who's listening, including myself? I've had a lot of conversations mm-hmm. um, with people about the same subject. What is your idea, not just as Camilla, but as Ziki? Um. Well, it's something that we can't wrap up in entirely one conversation, but definitely it's something that I have had a number of people, conversations happening on Kenyans, we're not supporting our own, um, why are we consuming foreign music all the time. And why is the thirst so there to even when we are creating our own sound foreign? Yeah. I think that's also a massive conversation in and of itself. Yeah. Um, so what I can say about it is with regards to bongo being consumed heavily, mm. I think we have to also understand that bongo music has been penetrating Kenyan industry for over 20 years. Um, Since the 50s. I don't yeah, know what you mean. That's like 60 years, uh, 70 years. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. And a yeah. lot of us grew up on bongo music. Yeah. While absolutely. at the same time, we also grew up on our local Kenyan music. Um, in comparison, because I work both with Tanzanian artists and I also work with Kenyan artists, mm-hmm. you find that with Tanzanian artists, a lot of the times they push their content 
to wherever they know people will be listening to it. And it's not just pushing it by streaming. Um, they will actually go to those countries and perform. Countries, so yeah. it's not just regions. It, they will go to the countries and they will perform. Um, they will be sharing the content with DJs, um, different producers. Mm. They'll be looking at getting features with other artists. And that's not to say that Kenyan artists are not doing the same. But we are not doing it to the level that we are expected to do it. And I feel that if we come together well, as the Kenyan I, I, industry... I, I, maybe not... Yeah, like... Maybe Maybe yeah. the extent yeah. that will get us um, to, to that to that playing style area. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then we also have to look at the world as a global music village. So as opposed to entirely focusing on consuming our music locally, how can we consume the music? How can the music get consumed out of our region, out of our country? Because now the, con- the world has become... A global music village, like mm. I'm saying. So as opposed to, let's say, pushing your content for your fans in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're already a very well-established artist in Kenya. Why mm. don't you look at going to Tanzania? Why One don't trillion you percent. Yes, going to Uganda? Yes. Um, attempt to go to Nigeria. Ghana. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think that as Kenyan... Y- this is something that's just popped into my mind, by the way. Mm-hmm. Do you think that as Kenyans, we might be a bit... What's the word? Like... So the word that pops into my head is almost conceited, mm-hmm. where it's like our stuff is cool, but like maybe they won't get it, or some of that. Does that? <laughs> why are you laughing, Uvi? Does that make sense? I don't know. There's something to me, you know. As a Kenyan, please, Uvi, I would love you to join this conversation. Mm-hmm. I, I'm being wait, 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 wait. Please allow me to turn on your mic. What are you saying? Are you saying our stuff is niche? <laughs> no, I'm not saying our stuff is niche at all. But I feel like Kenyans, you know. Um, I'm a Kenyan who's a transplant. Yes, of mm-hmm. course. I am a whole 50% Kenyan, a very proud Kenyan in the sense that my mother is Kenyan. Yeah. You know, um, the way I was raised and I moved here on my own accord and and I have Kenyan citizenship. Ah! Yeah. You know, but, but jokes aside, there's a way also I see uh, things talked about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that you guys would be stranger to these things. So there's a way that it's discussed that like also Kenyans can be a bit pretentious versus our Ugandan neighbors, our Tanzanian neighbors. You know, we kind of feel fly for ourselves. And I'm just wondering, is that why maybe we don't go into other countries and push ourselves like, oh, well, it better be popping here in Kenya. Otherwise, perhaps it's not popping. Like, I'm wondering because you're right. Camilla makes absolute sense. And, the, and and I know you travel so much as a DJ. And as someone who picks up a lot of music, like UV really understands the industry. Yeah. So I'm also wondering, I'm like, okay, so would a Tanzanian artist, a Ugandan artist travel more broadly versus a Kenyan artist who might feel very comfortable here? Um, I'd say it's, it varies and it's very different um, compared to industries, compared to the artists. If we're comparing with West Africa, mm. I'd say West Africa had a lead. It, yeah, of course. Um, they had a lead. They've of course. been doing it way back and then a lot of things have contributed to the success that they I have. I was talking more in the East, but yes. Yeah, with yes. Afrobeats. Mm. But if I bring it back um, to the East, yes. our industry is still grappling with a lot of factors that are affecting us from moving forward. Okay. Um, piracy being one of the True, major factors. Yeah. Um, we've seen cases where, you know... 
artists are complaining that they're not getting remunerated um, or receiving their royalties right. yeah. by different regulatory bodies. So there are many different factors that are contributing as to corruption. <laughs> yeah, sorry, as you were. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had a cough. I had a cough. Huh? Yeah, contributing to why a lot of the artists are not fully getting to where we need to get mm. to and then that also in turn means that the fans are not being able to support to wha- the extent that we really want to support so there are many different factors i won't pinpoint and say this is the reason kenyan um audiences prefer listening to this content because if i give you an example one of our artists who is Ravani, on his top 10 on spotify mm-hmm. Kenya and Tanzania probably appear at number 9 and 10. He's most... He's bigger than that. Yes, but what I mean is that the country where he streamed the most right. is the ah. Netherlands. Oh, really? So you get what I'm, that, yeah, yeah, that's what she's so saying is that it's foreign-based. That's yeah. So, Aziki, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get our artists to understand that, yes, you have penetrated the local market. Mm-hmm. You're big yeah. in the local market. Yeah. Look at the wider world. True. And focus on getting your content out to a larger percentage of people. Camilla, you got to come back for a part two. This is really interesting. I agree with you because, uh, like, I know very many dope artists and producers, mostly, like, in doing uh, Ama Piano and Afro House music. Yeah. And I believe the biggest challenge they have is getting their music out there. Because they're really good. The content is so dope. But then the views are 200 views, honestly. Yeah. Distribution will really come through for them. Yeah. So I encourage a lot of our Kenyan artists, like, spend time in different countries. Mm -hmm. Um, I traveled to Tanzania quite a bit. Yeah. And they play Kenyan music. Yeah. No cap. I'm not lying. No, no, no. (laughs) I believe it. By the way, I know you wouldn't lie to us. Yeah. They play Kenyan music. So I would always be there, you know, like, recording Mm -hmm. when one of our artists, when Otila Brown plays or Calligraph, and I'm like, ah, he's playing. Yeah, so but you also have to go and relate with those audiences. Absolutely. Go spend time, perform, um, do a bit of media. And that's, you know what? But Camilla, I think you're saying exactly, and we're about to wrap up, but I think you're saying exactly what I was kind of hinting at. And that is what I mean by the. Sorry, guys, but maybe the pretentiousness, kidogo too, of a. Wanjira's words. Of a Kenyan artist versus going outside. And that is also, I feel like, because in EA, Kenya really reigns supreme. Let me also also be a bit um, specific. So, God, I can really get in trouble for this. When I say reign supreme, I just mean that in a lot of ways, maybe economically, not artistically, Mm -hmm. but economically, Kenya tends to sit on top. So it was interesting, even the stats and the things you were talking about and what you were saying. It's like, well, this may be popular here, but also what's getting music is like that. Uh, Rather, what's uh, seeing coins is like that and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. When you take certain things into consideration... Mm -hmm. um, Kenya sits in a in a really in a really comfortable place in in certain ways. Yeah. And with that having been said, I think it would be really interesting for um, Kenyans in general to also reach out to their counterparts, to their neighbors, and also realize like, okay, how do you relate to things? Because uh, American artists, for example, do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And it, like Cardi B understands that she is American. She is a New Yorker from the Bronx and from the hood. Yeah. But she also understands that she is a Caribbean in two different parts mm-hmm. in the in in the Dominican way. She's a Dominicana. Yeah. So she habla español, sí. And then like she knows how to like relate to an audience that way. But she also knows that she can 
and she has done a track with Conscience. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. she also is Trini. Mm-hmm. So she knows just like Nicki Minaj how to do a Trini beat if she wants to. And I think they're like Kenyans also have access to so much around them from a their standpoint and then to be able to connect with different audiences. Yeah. That would be very cool like what you were saying is to con- to connect with different audiences in a very intentional way. Yeah. Yeah. In a business-like way that's also still creative. That's true. Um, because we also tell the artists that we work with, you don't have to entirely change your sound. Not at all. What you need to you do is... You can be is, true to yourself. Yeah, true to yourself, but incorporate a global sound. Yes. Exactly. So, and that's yes. what a lot of... One trillion percent. So you'd see, like, I'm a piano. They are representing a lot of their culture and everything. They Some of my favorite I'm a piano tracks are actually by Kenyans. Yes. See? Aki. <laughs> I'm not I'm not making this up. Like my favorite Ama Piano tracks are by, by Kenyans. Yeah, but they're not getting the push and the promotion mm, that not they at all. need to. Not at all. Um and that's where now people like us in the distribution world come in because we support you. This having been said, because I gotta I gotta wrap it up, but please, Camilla, tell yeah. me about your future, um, Ziki's future. Like tell us all about that. Um, so for us, the future is very big. Mm-hmm. And I say that confidently because we have some wonderful plans for mm-hmm. our artists in East Africa. Um, right now, like I had mentioned, we are now um, doing a lot with Warner Music. So Amazing. there are a lot of collaborations that we've already started um, with Warner in their different territories. Um, we are still going to be supporting artists with marketing and promotion, yeah. um, working together with the digital service providers, your Spotify, Boomplay, Apple, to get playlisting, to get support um, across the different borders. So you will definitely be seeing a lot of our artists cross the global stage. So be on the lookout for that and just keep supporting East African music because we're taking it to the world. Period. Poop. And that's all period. <laughs> period. Uh, Kip Sang says, whoa, understandably well put. 100. Great explanation. Explains all. Hashtag play. K.E. Music. Better content matters. I know that's right. That having been said, thank you so much, UV, for um, giving us the tunage that you did. You're welcome. We were loving every single second of it. Camilla, yes. you are the boss bay who I can't wait to come back and thank let you. us know in but three to six months about your progress. Thank you. That's as much as I'm giving you. For sure. You have a timestamp, darling. All right. We'll achieve it. (laughs) Every single time, and I know that's right. All right. uh, Massive shout-out to Camilla, who went ahead and let us know everything that we need to know, especially when it comes to Ziki's uh, music profile. Big Bounce in the building tonight. Yeah, we could keep it bouncing. Yeah, we could keep it bouncing.